Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today is part two of the episode that we heard last week with my husband, Chad, on the podcast. And today we get to just dive deep into the world of him as a husband. We get to unravel some layers of his life, passions, and just the journey that led him to where he is today. And we bring you some untold stories that many people probably don't know about him, the challenges, and honestly, the triumphs that have shaped Chad into the person he is as a devoted husband, a passionate fitness enthusiast, and a very, very dedicated student pastor. And we get to talk about how all of that relates to our marriage and how important that is for husband and a wife to be on the same page in that way. So join us as we're exploring Chad's life and uncovering the wisdom and insights that he has to share with all of us, no matter if you're a husband or a wife. He shares some really great tidbits about healthy habits and how to start small. So stay tuned for this conversation that really just peels back the curtain on the man behind SD Fitness and Wellness and uh, how I am able to do what I'm able to do in my business and as a mom and why I am so passionate about what I am doing for women and also for women in marriages and how husbands and wives can get on the same page in their health and their fitness journey. So let's dive in together. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey there, Fit Family. I have a game changer to share with you today, something that goes beyond the usual, something that will touch your heart and transform your everyday life. I am talking about the Holy Health Marriage Journal created by myself and my husband, Chad Darty. Ladies, let me ask you this. How often do you come across something that not only promises to help you and transform your fitness journey, but also fortify the very foundation of your marriage with a faith? Based lens. Well, get ready to meet your new secret weapon. Crafted by myself and my husband Chad, this journal is not your ordinary fitness guide. It's a roadmap to a wholly healthy marriage. Picture this every page is a step towards a stronger, more connected relationship with your partner. And hey, here's a little secret Chad's expertise with a BA in exercise science and my background in the fitness and health industry ensures 
your nutrition and fitness goals are in capable hands. Now, I know we're all about empowering women here, so this journal isn't just a purchase. It's an investment in your well-being. It's a promise to yourself and your marriage. So let me ask you, why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? I mean, who wouldn't want a marriage that's not just surviving, but thriving in wellness together? If you're ready for a transformation that goes beyond the surface, you can click the link in the show notes below and make the Holy Health Marriage Journal a part of your journey. Because let's be real, investing in your marriage is one of the smartest things you can do. Don't just listen, but act on it. Elevate your marriage and elevate your life. Cheers to the Holy Health Journey you will be going on. Just to ask a few more exercise-specific questions that some of the the audience asked you, what is your least favorite type of exercise? So I, I think I thought about this and I was like, man, there's a lot of things I hate. I will say this. This is, this is not my answer, but your Shayla shoulder complex. If you were in the app, you've probably oh, done it at gosh, some point. <laughs> man, it's, it's awful. It is awful. But something that I am, am often asked to do or you know a part of my workout plan i think i think the answer is squats i just hate squats i'd rather do diddly squat <laughs> I, I i just don't but and i think the thing is the some of the most difficult things are are some of the best things yeah absolutely like squats literally impact every every yeah every physical component of your of your body right mm-hmm. like if you want to jump higher, squat. If you want to, honestly, if you like want to do bench press, squat. Like if you want to sit down on the toilet without, <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah, when, when you're, you're eighty, without, eighty years old, you without know. you know giving your back out, and it's probably one squat. of the most, yeah, it's one of the most functionally, functionally improving exercises that that you can do. And so, yeah, I just I just don't like it. This is totally fine, but it's so good for you. It is. So. Sometimes we have to do things we don't like. We do. Like when, when that one, and so you did this. I don't think you made me do it, but I think I think oh, because the you did it. Yeah, the the, squat challenge. Yeah, so every day it's like for twenty days, right? And no, you do, no. What was it again? It's just the twenty reps. I've, I've so decided to remove that from my memory because it was awful. Those of you who are listening who are in in the app, this is something that's coming. So just oh, no. jolly good for you. But there's going to be a challenge section preview in the in the app, oh, and no. it's the twenty rep squat challenge, which means you start out and you you start out with whatever weight like i think i started out with 10 oh 10 that's right yeah i remember and then you try to get 20 unbroken squats with weight yeah if you can't get once a week right yeah just once a week yeah once a week yeah is that what it was i can't remember now i gotta go back and look at it but you stay with that weight until you can get 20 unbroken squats and then you move up in weight. So mm. I think it is once a week. I think I you're right. So and then you move up in weight to try and grow stronger mm-hmm. and more flexibility with. And so, yeah, that's the 20 reps. Worst, squat challenge. Which I guess is like, yeah, it was the worst, worst, worst weeks. Of, but it was, it was good. But I, but anyway, but I, I think you did that. I was like, oh, I got do that. Which I don't know what came over me that day. <laughs> Why would I decide to do that? I think, but it's one of those things. Too. It's like, I hate squats. So I should probably do this. And mm-hmm. so, because that's the thing too. If you hate something, you probably tend to not do it. Which is why like a plan, yeah, a workout plan, something that you follow is really good because you're like, hey, you have to do squats today. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess I'm going to do. Yeah. So it's just really helpful to have a plan, mm-hmm. workout plan. 
Yeah. And so. those and things like that are functional. Yes. Like yeah. squats are like you were saying, right. they're one of the most functional exercises. Mm. Like I have a core eight like of exercises. I'm pretty much doing a variety of them in every single workout program in the app or even yeah. with my boot camp ladies because they're just for functional fitness yeah. and you just you just need them. Yeah. With that, talking about writing programs, <laughs> oh, do you sometimes want to cry like oh, whoever put this on there, like the rest of us, <laughs> when Shayla writes your workouts? Every time. Every I don't time. write his workouts anymore. No. I, I think it's mainly because when you do... We or, or even so, like when you used to write my workout programs, or even sometimes if I just oh, like, what are you doing today? I think I'll join you, and then I immediately regret it about an exercise or two in because you just you just you just incorporate these exercises that they they recruit the smaller surrounding muscles. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, and it's just like oh, coming man. from a bodybuilding stand or a strength building yeah. standpoint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that just means pain now. Pain later in recovery. <laughs> Wait, you'll thank me. Later. I will. I yeah. I totally yeah. But in the moment, when those little tiny muscles, right? which are the ones that usually tear, yeah, when you have like shoulder issues mm-hmm. or back issues, leg issues, knee <laughs> issues. When those aren't tearing, yeah. you'll thank me later. So another question relating to that: How how have you not well is probably the answer to this trained under your wife quote unquote me without wanting to kill me well so because the saying goes don't don't train under the person you're sleeping <laughs> does that say it, it is the I same that, is that in the nasm manual with that yeah so pound for pa- pound for pound you're like way stronger than i am i guarantee it mm-hmm. so i'm just not going to mess with you yeah, so you tell me to do something. Yes, ma'am. All right, yeah, you got it. So that's why I haven't wanted to kill you because it, I don't think it would come out very well for me. Mm, yeah. No. 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 I remember we used to have, <laughs> we used to do these, like, it's probably I shouldn't, shouldn't have I'm so curious now. When I would push you off the bed using all of oh, my legs. Right. Yeah. I don't know how you even... So yeah. early, early on in our marriage, I, you know, we, when we'd go to bed at night, I would just be joking around or like, and I would somehow, not somehow, I know how I did it, but I would push Chad off the bed solely using my leg straight. And I don't know how, like, even like physics in my mind, I don't see how she could get enough, like leverage just using her legs to do this. And I'm, I'm like fighting for my life i'm not like oh i'm, I'm playing around i'm letting you win no i'm like sh- sh- fighting with every fiber of my being to stay on the bed and i still can't quite fathom how you have the how you just got the leverage to do that other than just the sheer power of your legs and what what do you remember the nickname you gave me after that petite powerhouse yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little petite powerhouse <laughs> yes Indeed. So those are all of our our questions on your perspective on health and fitness. Now we're going to get into questions on ministry, life as a husband, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And so talking about student ministry. So we told you all already he is a a student pastor, middle school specific student pastor. What is the best and worst part of student ministry for you? Yeah. So I think the best, like, like Shayla said, I work with middle school students on the ministry of middle school 
So for me, and I and I I've chosen that profession. <laughs> yes. right? that is I I value that. I love it. If I can do it till I'm like 87 years old, I would. So in that age group, sixth to se- uh, sixth to eighth grade, the best part about ministry is in the is seeing them in the midst of so much change and and just what's going on around them and going on within them seeing them put their hope and trust in Jesus accepting him as lord and savior or choosing to to follow him more closely and to become a more devoted follower of of Jesus like that's the best thing mm-hmm. because in this season of life they're they have the opportunity the the god given opportunity to begin to own their faith right in, in this season of life they can truly begin to say this isn't my my parents faith this isn't my pastor's faith this is my faith mm-hmm. and to see them take that step of ownership with their walk with Jesus is is awesome so whether that's you know they be they just they respond to a friend in a way that like you know there there's somebody at school who is messing with them and they respond in kindness like Jesus would like that's awesome or they just begin to have a regular time uh quiet time on their own like that's amazing they begin to to reach out and share the gospel with their friends or just ask somebody how they can be praying for them like that's those are these signs of ownership of their faith because they're stepping out and saying like I truly believe in this and I'm and they're showing that by doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So that that's amazing to step out in such a tumultuous time. What's the worst part? The worst time or the worst part. Honestly, so ultimately I just get like, I get three years with this with the students, mm-hmm. right? And when I'm, you're middle school specific. When, yeah, yeah, when middle school specific. And so, I mean, even if you get, you know, I, I'm just such a relational, a relational guy. Uh-huh. So when they move on to high school, so in our context, right, it's just high school ministry is just on the other side of the church campus, but it seems like an eternity away because it's a whole different building and I don't get to see them as often. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just, I don't, I, I miss them, Mm -hmm. right? I just, I just miss them. It's just tough to, to see them move on, but I also know it's good. I I know they can't stay in middle school forever, but. I just I love building those relationships. I love pouring into to students and shepherding them. And so, when my season of shepherding comes to an end, that's probably the toughest thing mm-hmm. to do. But in the midst of difficulty, there's also great reward because they're going off to high school. They're doing great things. They're continuing to grow in their faith. They're going to go off to college. Mm-hmm. You know, you just get to. Now, I think right now it's probably more tough because in this new season, like with these students, I haven't, I've only been here for about two years. So I haven't had that opportunity to like see them move off and mm-hmm. do these things. But obviously in later context, so past context of ministry, I've gotten to see that. So yeah. that's a, that's a nice reminder though, of just seeing kids who've been in ministry, yeah. my ministry and now doing great things. Mm-hmm. So, but. And they come back to say hi. They do. Yeah, they do come back mm-hmm. and say hi. That makes me feel special Yeah, when they pop in. They just, yeah, well, and for us, it's so I was telling, I was actually telling our girls director, girls associate this the other day, and just how with ministry, I think the hardest part 
not now that anybody asked me this, but <laughs> the hardest part with with specifically middle school ministry is you there can be super quiet, they may be chatty, yeah. random talking, crazy, their brains are literally rewiring and yeah. You know, there's so much going on and you can walk away pretty easily questioning, did anything mm. I just said Doesn't seep matter. through yeah. even just the skin of their forehead? Right. Like, not even make it to their brain. Did <laughs> like, it just, like, get through somehow, <laughs> like, in their ear to their brain, you know, or whatever it is. But just, uh, I was just telling her and, and encouraging her to that uh, even in girls' ministry, for me, like I remember, like, I was always the quiet kid. Mm. I was quiet one, but my middle school pastor knew my name. That was mm. super special for me and helped me stay involved because he just knew me. I knew I was known, loved, and cared for. And but I was still really quiet. But yet, mm. I I still keep in touch with a lot of my small group leaders mm. or my Bible study leaders, and it's because of how they poured into me, even though I didn't respond in the moment yeah. and. They probably walked away like, I don't know if that Shayla girl had anything gone through her brain at that moment, but I did it. And yeah. it's just yeah. some people just soak it in. And I think in a lot of middle school, a lot of middle schoolers, it's, yeah, yeah. they're distracted, but yeah. they soak in these little nuggets. Oh, yeah. and it is fun to see now after you've been in ministry for quite some time to see former students come back and reach out yeah. and, you know, just come visit us yeah. to say hi, yeah. and those kind of things. It's really special. And so sure. uh, with that, how much, this was a question that was asked to, how much do you expect me to participate yeah. in your ministry and why? Yeah. So, um, so I only expect, I mean, Shayla knows this, we talked about it because, mm-hmm. so here's the thing. Sometimes it's also really good to ask your church, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. how much they expect your wife to be yeah, yeah. part of that. And thankfully we're blessed to be in a church that I think really it they're in line with our own philosophy of how much yeah. that you need to be. Yeah. That you can be in ministry, should mm-hmm. be in ministry. And so so I only expect Shayla to be in or to participate in my ministry as much as she is able to participate. Mm-hmm. Like as much as you're able to participate that's that's what I expect, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, Quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like you're you're not the girls' ministry associate. Mm-hmm. You are not my assistant. Yeah, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> and 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 I don't expect you to be any of those things. I don't think even in early on in ministry, I never I never expected you to to be those things. Now, do I want you present and and you know, and I don't want you know kids to know that I'm married to you yes yeah. that'd be, that'd be although good. i'm i am present and i am there you are still yes. don't know i know he yeah. has a wife and three kids that's also because they're middle schoolers and yeah. they're not <laughs> yeah that brain what we we're talking about is it working <laughs> right they sometimes don't even know their own small group leaders name yeah. they've been hanging out with every sunday or Wednesday. yeah so. and it's the same one on sunday and <laughs> yeah. wednesday um but but because so your primary ministry is not to my ministry. My primary ministry is not to my ministry, right? Yeah. My prayer, your primary ministry is to our family, mm-hmm. as is mine. So that's my expectation. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and we agreed on that early yes. on in our marriage, yeah. especially mm-hmm. being in ministry. Yeah. And me coming from ministry, it 
could easily, I mean, I could easily see how I would be much more involved. Yeah. And I mean, and I was before we had kids, yeah. but then when kids came around, it was, yeah, it changed the game a little bit. And right. Well, we, we still also, try to be as involved yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah. But, but we also know like our kiddos best and for them to be out late yeah. or out of the house, all the different events, like mm -hmm. we just know that that's not beneficial for them. That's not good for them. And yeah. so, and like, so I... I personally should never should never sacrifice our family for the mm -hmm. sake of my ministry, and and I could I would never expect you to do that. Yeah, since it's you know. Yeah, and so there are some Wednesday nights that you just can't or shouldn't mm -hmm. be there. Mm -hmm. Kids were crazy. You just needed time to just take a break. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and and that's the expectation. I think the question really is what is my expectation for you here mm -hmm. right you know mm -hmm. like i want you to rest and and to by here you mean home, home yes home. yeah yeah at yes. home yeah mm -hmm. and so and so really in my mind i never think of like oh what's my expectation of shayla in my industry right mm -hmm. what well, it's really it's like because the most important thing is the home. yeah and and how do we make sure that that's sacred and good and taken care of and then mm -hmm. right when things are okay here and doing good here, all right. Tonight's a good night to go to Wednesday night church. Awesome, mm -hmm. we can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If not, it's no big deal. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. And we also have a. Now that we live where we live, we have a larger support system. Yes. Because we yeah. have family. Yeah. And so even with that, like talking about Wednesday nights and my involvement. This where we are at this church is different than it even was at the former church mm -hmm. after having kids yeah. because. We have Chad's mom who sacrificially comes yeah. and helps me every Wednesday night get the get dinner ready for the kids and lets me go to church mm -hmm. because the kids, you know, if they've been crazy or whatever, mm -hmm. and we just don't want them being in in the nursery at that time. She she watches them during that, and so I think that the, that helps and makes a huge difference when you have a a network support system. Yes. But even if she she couldn't do that. Yeah, there is still a preschool available where mm -hmm. I could take them yeah. as long as they're healthy. And yes, I think that's the biggest thing is yeah. having that support system when your kids aren't yeah. healthy. Yeah. And yeah. like, if I'm healthy, I could still go to church yeah. and she could watch the kids. You know, like <laughs> it's just it does make a big difference. Yeah, in in being able to help too, and so yeah. But I think, like you said, going back to and I think I mentioned this earlier of it all goes back to communication and expectation. Mm -hmm. I think when we have expectations on each other that we don't know right. are there it would it could create burden and yeah. guilt yeah and and that's not you know and i would never want to create those create that for you because like you said expectations aren't clear yeah communication is not there because you know i don't want to set expectations beyond your own limits right or the limits of our own so yeah a few more questions just personal questions how do you find, so do you find yourself checking out or wasting time on your phone while at... Yes, unfortunately. Yes. And you have already talked about this a little bit. You've alluded yeah. to it and talking about even when, after Everett was born, yeah. being physically present, yep. but not, you know... Kind of, yeah, present. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, and so a lot of the reasons why I would say, and I think, I feel like, I feel like I've gotten, I've gotten better, but probably like in the... Like 
climax of like probably at its worst. I, I think I always blamed ministry as why I was on my phone, right? Even if you're just scrolling Instagram, it's like, well, I gotta, it, it, you could you could easily blame. It's like, oh, I gotta check this out because of ministry or yeah. I gotta, yeah. you know, if a student posted something or someone commented, like you gotta respond or whatever for the sake of ministry yeah. and, and the social media presence. But that was just an excuse. Yeah. You know? And, uh, or, you know, and because also like, you know, ministry is not a nine to five. And sometimes yeah. it was like, well, I have to be on my phone if somebody calls or texts or blah, 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 something like that. And, and, but I will say that hopefully now I feel like I've gotten better because whenever it was born, I made it a, just a, just a, a goal, I guess. Not even necessarily a goal, just a, a new philosophy of life to just mm-hmm. be like, all right what what needs to stay at the church and is is you know needs is possible to stay there in the office or whatever stays there yeah and so i think there's still a lot of things that i'd like to begin doing yeah like you know the whole phone gel yeah uh, yeah (laughs) and i think being you know starting to be very committed to that is good yeah there's some things that i think i could do better uh but i think I've, i've gotten i've gotten a little bit better yeah. In the, in the years since, especially our kids. Have been born. Mm-hmm. And what, I mean, you said you knew philosophy, what kind of shifted in that? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm physically present, but not mentally present. Like, was that due to a conversation we had? Cause we had multiple. Yeah. We had a lot of that. conversations, but what did it come from a mentor listening to some podcast, whatever, like what really, I think or was it, was it a, just, like, just life of hard knocks? Like uh-huh. <laughs> that, just that really tough season. Um, well, and because also aimlessly scrolling. And I think when, when we were, when it was just us, right. Yeah. Not that I just wanted to like, oh, you know, I'm just going to not pay attention. To right. Shayla. Right. Yeah. But there is another, like, there's another little life that demands attention and, mm-hmm. and, and, and has the opportunity to have your attention and you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to give it your attention. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was probably the biggest thing. It's like, okay. And, and now also just like. I don't want, I don't want our kids just to, to be there wanting our attention, but then seeing that, oh, dad is more attentive to his phone mm-hmm. than he is to me. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, just, the, I feel like the, the view that that could generate within themselves, yeah. you know, within them. And so I think that's, a, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And it like, just even checking out in general, not necessarily with scrolling the mm. medias or whatever, like, you know, in home life, when you find yourself mentally, right, you're physically yeah. present, but when you find yourself mentally or emotionally checking out, yeah. like I've a long day, it's mm. really easy. Like moms yeah, I just feel, feel that all the time, emotional labor, emotional mm-hmm. burnout, just like we can't turn it off because yeah. consistency is so key for our children. And so for you, what are, what are some safeguards or some even just what do you tell yourself in your mind when you find yourself like yeah. kind of mentally checking out to like bring yourself back into the present moment and like, oh man, yeah, we've got kids. My wife's been doing this all day. Mm-hmm. I need to be present emotionally and mentally right, right now and actually like think about something <laughs> or like help with something or whatever outside of just like, you know, going numb, I yeah, guess, yeah, to yeah. speak. And yeah. not that you do that very often. Right, but, yeah, yeah. But though I feel like, you don't as much anymore because yeah. you've, you you know, the Lord has worked and those kind of things. So like, what do you, what are some practices 
you have in place that kind of help you bring you back into the moment and ground yeah. you of like, oh, yeah, like I'm a dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to do this right now. So and a husband, thing, not yeah. just a dad. I'm a husband first, yeah. then a dad. Well, one of the things that we that we do as a family, right, or you and I, I guess, mm-hmm. like, so no no phones at the dinner table. Yeah. Um, so that's huge. So it's very, and like we always, I think we're blessed. And I thought about this the other day. I'm like, I hope that, I know things get busy and stuff like that. But I was like, man, I hope that we always have this consistent routine. I'm glad that we're doing it right now. Like literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we're always around the table, always around the table. And so I just know that, you know, some families don't yeah. always do that. Yeah. And so I was just, I was just reminiscing on that the other day, very thankful that we're instilling that within our kids. Mm-hmm. So that was side note. But we don't have any phones at the table. So that's either phones in the pocket, on the island, in the kitchen, something mm-hmm. like that. And so, mm-hmm. and I think that's the, the other thing is just to put down the phone, yeah. like just, just put it down. And so there's a lot of time to just remind myself, right? Don't just don't have it with me. Mm-hmm. Put it up. Yeah. But outside of the phone, like I'm not talking about with a phone. Mm-hmm. If you're just like sitting there, you've had a long day. Where oh, just like checking out, like just like, like checking out mentally. mentally. Yeah, like straight oh, up. Because like I remember yeah. after Everett was born, you were very present. Yeah, but like, like I see, what you're and saying. not, and you weren't scrolling on your phone a mm-hmm. lot because I think at that point you had already kind of made the yeah the distinction of like you don't want to have your phone around all the time when we're mm-hmm. you know when we're together as a family, and but just mentally yeah. we went through a season where it was just really hard for you to be mentally present yeah. and emotionally because there was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. But like thinking through that, how even now, if you like have the temptation for mm-hmm. that where you just kind of see your mind wander, yeah. how do you how do you safeguard that or how do you shift that and that, to, okay. to then I'm tracking that. Yeah, okay. ground you in the moment. So I think first off, it is having a good a good season or regular seasons of rest for yourself because that's why we want to check out is i just want i want to rest right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. and and so and i'm not you know maybe that is you know sunday afternoon nap or Mm -hmm. something like that maybe that is just you know you've had it was a longer day the night before so all right i'm gonna just i'm gonna sleep into this so i think just having that moments of rest so that when you do come home and you, you're 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 able to be physically, mentally, emotionally ready because you're not exhausted from mm-hmm. the day. Now, sometimes the day can just be crazy, and you are exhausted. But I think when you have good rest, exercise is also a key component to that, yeah. right? So having a physical fitness program, like you just that feel doesn't better. take away from that doesn't take away from the family, family right? So, Unless it's agreed upon. With yes, you yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, but this is like you, you're in this r- routine. That helps a ton with just just removing the fog of a of, mm. of a crazy day. Yeah. Giving like it literally does. It gives you more energy. Like mm. you feel more energized. I know when I some you know, the year or so that I've started back into this, I feel like I have more, more energy. Yeah. Yeah, more consistently. I have more energy because there were seasons when I wasn't being consistent. I was just exhausted. It was also mm. just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Craziness. But we did you know, moved several and, times. But I mean I actually, and I'm getting less sleep, mm-hmm. you know, we go to bed at a good time, but like, but it, regular rest for myself. Yeah. Um, regular exercise. And I think that truly does. It helps me be more proactive here at the, in the home mm-hmm. and prioritizing things that are good. So time of the word, 
time in fitness, time in family. And so I think that's just those habits, like we've already talked about, creating those habits help me be more present mm. here at in the house, mm-hmm. in the home. Yeah. So I don't just zone out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to happen to everyone. Oh, yeah. Anyone yeah, can yeah. just zone out. Yeah. Uh, moms, dads, everybody. Those are good practical steps. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That's yeah. what I'm going to wrap up this episode All today. Right. Thank you so much. Learning more about you and your background, health, fitness and thoughts on our family ministry, all the things. And we will see y'all in the next episode, Fit Fam. Hey, Fit Fam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitwell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.